Buenos dias from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Spain update on the 16th of March, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. As he finds himself in the firing line once again, an update on Spanish Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez after the far-right-leaning party Vox set a date for a vote of no confidence. Vox announced their intentions for this vote in December of last year, and Congress formally tabled the motion this February. However, on Monday the 13th, Mirachel Batet, the president of Congress, confirmed that the debate would take place on Tuesday the 21st and will end with the vote on Wednesday the 22nd. The vote was first brought to Congress in response to Sanchez's proposed criminal code reforms. It comes as a critical point in Spanish politics with local elections in May, the general election plan for the end of 2000. 23. Vote of no confidence could lead to Sanchez leaving office, casting a dark shadow over Spain's political future. Still, an embarrassing slip-up for Vox, their party-endorsed candidate for assuming the presidential position, Ramon Tamames, had his speech notes leaked to the press hours before it was read out at Congress in the morning on Thursday the 16th. What is even more humiliating, however, is that in the notes and interviews, Tamames, the former deputy of Congress of Deputies and former Counselor of Madrid has expressed his viewpoints on current issues that are not aligned with Vox's. In an interview, Tamames has said that he is has never voted for Vox, nor does he promise to do so in the next general election. So, despite sharing few political ideologies with the far-leaning party, why is Vox endorsing Tamames to assume the position from Sanchez? Huh. This week, the aftermath of the Silicon Valley bank collapse is sending shockwaves through the heart of Spanish startups. When the American bank fell into bankruptcy this past week, it was inevitable that the effects would be felt worldwide. For Spanish startup companies, the results have been devastating. Upset comes from the need for investors to contribute to American in American currency, forcing Spanish companies that wanted to grow or expand with U.S. capital or into the U.S. to use American based bank accounts in Silicon Valley Bank was a popular choice. The fund sought to minimize the effects of currency exchange by investing in dollars in European companies. Industry sources have found that most Spanish unicorns, those worth a billion dollars, had uh, startups worth a, a billion dollars, had worked with Silicon Valley Bank, an important bank in the California entrepreneurial scene. While many companies suffering from the bank's collapse are protected, the aftermath of this financial hiccup will be felt for a while. While the banking sector awaits with bated breath to see the effects of Silicon Valley Bank collapse, the head of EU diplomacy, Joseph Borrell, is going full speed ahead to repair bilateral relations. On Monday the 13th, as part of an official visit over the weekend to Algeria, Borrell encouraged Algeria to end the trade blockade they have imposed on Spain since June 2022, after the relationship between the two countries broke down. In June 2022, Algeria suspended the Treaty of Friendship between the two countries, threatening to suspend the natural gas pipeline between Algeria and Almeria and imposing banking limitations after Spain sided with Morocco over the governance of Western Sahara after describing the Spanish government's move as a hostile act. The EU is looking to improve trade relations between the EU and Algeria. Since Spain already has the infrastructure in place for the North African, with the North African country, they're looking for solutions for the benefit of the EU. However, despite a positive welcome at the official visit over the weekend, Borrell failed to soften Algeria's stance, reiterating that they would only get rid of blockades once the Spanish government changes its stance to a more neutral approach regarding Western Sahara conflict.
Moving to the Spanish capital now, the Madrid Ministry of Health has made a big blunder with its guidelines outlining extra duties that nurses can carry out alone at health centers. Guidelines are part of the Attention to Acute Demand Processes, best known as the APADE project. Guidelines comprises a catalog of presumed patients who present themselves at health centers with an emergency, but without an appointment. This causes a considerable burden and due to lack of staff and doctors, it often leads to nurses taking on work that is beyond their pay grade and expertise, like treating urine infections and abdominal examinations, procedures which doctors traditionally carry out. The opinion is divided. Some doctors are concerned that these guidelines undermine their work. Others are happy to have their caseloads relieved. Some nurses are happy to enhance their capabilities. Others are uncomfortable because they have to do more without prior training or pay. Let's talk about the environment as the government moves forward with its 2030 emission-free plan. This week's update on the carbon-free emission plan is about city buses as the commission sets out its plan for all intercity buses to be emission-free by 2023. Currently, around 400 electric vehicles serve within Spanish cities. All major cities in Spain currently have a portion of electric buses serving residents. However, places like Malaga, Murcia, and Palma, they have yet to implement them, with, but with EU fund allocations, they'll most likely order them soon. Continuing with transport, although arguably less environmentally friendly types, updated news for British citizens res residing in Spain as Spanish ministers finally approved the UK driving license debacle on Tuesday the 14th. However, it's worth noting that the goalposts for exchanging a UK driver's license for the Spanish equivalent have already been changed once, as the previous deadline was May last year. Still, for those who didn't meet the deadline, the new agreement states that anyone with a valid UK driving license can drive in Spain for up to six months from Thursday the 16th. Meanwhile, they must apply to exchange it for an equivalent document in Spain without taking another practical or theoretical driving test. In a twist of events, Government's aid package designed to help large families pay for energy, it needs amending, as illustrated by the fact that the community of Madrid Vice President Enrique Osorio and leader of Mas Madrid, Monica Garcia, were able to claim it because they have at least three children, respectively. However, according to the government, the social energy aid package is for large, vulnerable families who cannot afford heating and hot water costs, not for families with a higher income who would not be able if they weren't large families. So back to the drawing board as the government proposes introducing an income criterion for largest family energy bill relief. Next up, a recent hard-hitting documentary was shown on public Catalan TV called Slavers, Catalonia and the Slave Trade in early February at an event urging officials to reparate victims of enslavement. The documentary is based on a published dossier by the Catalan magazine Sapiens, which published an article called When We Were Slaves, as part of its 20th anniversary. The article's in-depth research then got picked up by Catalan TV and Abacus, who produced the documentary to address Catalonia's direct and indirect participation in the transportation of enslaved people between 1817 and 1867 from West Africa to the Caribbean. The documentary features the exploitation that financed a lot of the industrialization of Catalonia and building booms in the region's capital, much of which historians say is often conveniently left out of the history books. Sapiens have since produced a list detailing the 50 main names of the Catalan slave trade. Want to learn more? Link in the show notes. Speaking of Catalonia, the next story is for foodies. If you're 
After childhood nostalgia, an ice cream shop in Barcelona serves up memories with every scoop since it is inspired by the study of neurogastronomy, an interdisciplinary field that looks at how flavor, perception, and psychology affect cognition and memory. Owner Irina Iborra, a fifth-generation ice cream maker, opened Mama Heladera in 2021, informally named La Heladeria de los Recuerdos, an ice cream shop of memories. Here you can find memory-stirring flavors like bechamel ice cream, inspired by cannelloni, a traditional dish served at Christmas time in Spain, or plasticine-smelling ice cream that recaptures the scent without any of the nasty taste, allegedly. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at spain at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at rorschach.spain, Twitter at Rorschach Spain, or Mastodon at Spain at rorschach.social. Hasta la próxima. 